What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track, formerly known as Pave the Way Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Helbeck, and on this show, you are gonna learn exactly how to be successful as a real estate investor. It doesn't matter if you're brand new or if you've done dozens and dozens of deals. This is a podcast you're gonna be able to listen to that's gonna give you actionable, specific advice on how to be successful within real estate investing. I'm gonna interview top-notch real estate investors each and every week, and there's also gonna be some content that is just gonna be me telling you exactly about my journey and how I've went from a broke kid starting out to a million-dollar real estate investor. So if you wanna learn how to be successful investing in real estate, this is the show to listen to, and I'm looking forward to being able to serve you at a high level. Hey, what's up, everyone? Greg Hellbeck here. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Hellbeck, and I got a great interview today with my buddy Kapil out of the Midwest. And we're going to talk about how he went from coming here from India, like not even that long ago, to building a very successful real estate business. This is a very inspiring show. So make sure if you get value, you leave me a review on iTunes and share this on social media. It would really mean a lot to me. Uh, Before we get into the interview, if this is your first time listening, my goal every week is to provide value to my listeners. Uh, So... After you listen, once again, if you get value, leave me a review on iTunes, share it on social media. And then quick housekeeping, if you're interested in um, you know me giving you some business advice um, for free, not pitching you on anything if it's not a fit, head over to bookacallwithgreg.com. That website will allow you to book a 15-minute call with me so I can help you out in your real estate business and give you some advice. If you want to become a direct mail ninja, I did put together a training for you uh, that is actually my mistakes I've made with direct mail. So go to directmailclass.com for that. And if you want to uh, do JV deals with me or wholesale me properties in San Diego, Delaware, or the Hudson Valley, send me an email, greg at velocityhousebuyers.com. Subject line deals, and we can talk about how we can do some business together. We're always looking for more properties. And uh, last but not least, check out greglikesdata.com. Once again, that's greglikesdata.com for some awesome real estate software free trial for seven days, but it's software I've been using every day for years. GregLikesData.com and uh, enjoy my interview. It's a good, it's a good one today. Kapil, welcome to the show, my friend. I'm, I've been looking forward to this for a while. Thanks for having me. Me awesome. too. Cool. Well, you got a really cool story, man. I heard you on another podcast and uh, I was really impressed. <laughs> I was really impressed with what you have done to, to, to start literally from nothing and build a great business in, uh, in the Midwest. So can you give the listeners a little bit of background on how long have you been living in America for? Um, yeah, uh, appreciate the kind words. Uh, yeah. So I, I've been, uh, I've been in the U S four years now wow. and, um, yeah, I, I came here in 2018. So, and the journey started from there. So, you know, I, the, you know, I just, uh, came from India and, uh, um, you know, it, America is, is the land of dreams for everyone. <laughs> so, you know, it was, um, it was a buffet of opportunity for me. And, uh, the day I landed, I, I just, uh, was like, okay, I'm successful now. You know, it's, uh, that's amazing, dude. Um, so true. People take is, this country for granted, man. Listen, it's not perfect. Don't get me wrong, but it's a lot better than the alternative. It's, um, a lot, a lot better than what's out there. Um, so you know, uh, just came with my family, my parents, I was 17 at that time. And uh, um, I was just uh, working uh, however I can to uh, pay off some of the debts that the family had. 
and uh, worked at gas stations, uh, liquor stores, subway, you know, um, anything and everything I could do. Uh, completed my um, senior um, year for the high school. And uh, after that, um, you know, a um, couple of months later, I just uh, I just was tired of of my life. I was like, um, this is not what America looked like to me, you know, um, and I didn't I don't want to work 1900 hours a week. I don't have a problem doing that, but it's just um, it wasn't the the way I wanted to go. So I just started reading um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Think and Grow Rich, um, you know, any any content content online. And, you know, uh, and they there was something I read that was like, well, just find your avatar and go work for them. And, you know, just find that uh, Rich Dad character in your life. Right. Um, so. I just started calling around. Um, the real estate seemed one of the the most, uh, uh, you know, the close enough thing that I could do um, that I think I would understand. I try to do options and whatnot. I just like so long trading, short, like trading stock. Trading, options. yeah, yeah. I was I didn't have any money to do with that anyways. Um, so I, I tried a few other gigs that that I was just bored in in a week or two. But real estate is something I I found a lot of attraction to words and just went ahead and start calling around people and found a guy, um, the, you know, there was a, a store right outside my, my apartment building and it read big, we buy the good, the bad, the ugly houses. <laughs> so just knocked on his door and said, Hey, I'll work for you for free. Um, and you teach me real estate. So, um, that's how I got started. And, uh, that's amazing. That is yeah. an amazing story. So you came here from India four years ago. So you really haven't even been here that long. I mean, you moved here in 2017, right? Uh, 18. 2018. So a little that over four crazy. years. Yeah. Amazing, dude. Um, now, let me ask you this. I mean, what you grew up in India, like what, how did you guys end up deciding to move to the U.S.? I mean, you know, that's that's a really <laughs> bold move. Um, the, my the honest answer to that is there was no future for my family there. Uh, my, my dad's a serial entrepreneur. So um, he's been in and out of so many different businesses, uh, but, you know, he couldn't really um, find success in one thing. And whenever he did find success, things didn't go the way he wanted them to go. Um, so things uh, things were pretty hard for the family. Yeah. Um, so we just had to make the decision. And and um, there were there were some other fine line in there, but uh, yeah. uh, but just. Um, you know, there was no future that my parents could see for their kids. Um, and my brother was in Canada, so they were, um, okay. you know, so Toronto, Toronto. Yes. Yeah. I got a good friend who's Indian who lives in Toronto. So there's a lot of Indians out there. A lot of yeah. Indians in Toronto. Now, now this is interesting because a lot of people, they don't move here from India. They are born and raised in America and they're spoiled rotten, right? They think they're, you know, uh, I'm not saying everyone's life is perfect. Don't get me wrong here. I'm, but they are in a different situation. You probably a better situation than you. They have some money. Maybe they have, you know, uh, they have resources at this point. They, they have, they're American. They're not foreign. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And they can't find a way to make this business work. You know, they can't find a way to do it. They, they're not, um, they're not hungry enough. As they say, they're, they're always full, right. Full enough to not yeah. take action. So let me ask you this, dude, you have gone from, you know, literally nothing, not even an American citizen until, you know, to a successful American entrepreneur in the real estate space. 
Let me ask you this question before we go into your business. What made you successful when most people in this business, to be honest with you, never make any money? And you know, that's the reality of most people in this business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that question. And, you know, it's the funny thing is people talk about the American citizenship. Uh, when I when I got started and started working for the guy, I didn't even have a driver's license. So oh, wow. I was just, uh, I just. Would you have just an idea, state ID card or something? I had nothing. Just, uh, yeah. So um, I was just driving, you know, as minimal like I could and as slow as I could. But um, but the, the the whole thing about, you know, and I, I, I personally can't answer this in one word that what was the reason. But the only thing was that there is no way out. Like, this is the only option. This is the only opportunity. Yeah. This is it. If I don't, if I don't go ahead and work this, like basically, I couldn't turn back. Right. I I just didn't have the option. There was no there was no plan B. Like, what am I gonna do? Go back to India and, uh, you know, um, like there's not nothing else. And I didn't want to spend 120 hours on a gas station working crazy for. I think they paid me like 2,600 bucks a month. So I was like working for like four bucks an hour yeah. for cash, you know. Um, they call so, that burning the boats, man. You burn the yeah, boats. It's slavery. It's just straight up slavery. I mean, it, it, so it, there was no plan B. I mean, so the, the the biggest reason I could say for the success was that you, you either do this or you go uh, sit in a gas station for – so it's it's done it was um it was a necessity for me that like success was or not even success i mean just being good at something and knowing and you know business wasn't i i just i honestly say business wasn't blood because my my dad my grandfather my great grandfather has just all been financial and business background but you know, my dad wasn't that much successful. So he always pushed me back from taking too many risks. But when he saw that I had the drive to it, he was backing me up the biggest he could ever, you know. So, it's you amazing. know, I, yeah, it's just. Um, you had a burning desire to succeed and you had, there's, there was no way you're going to let yourself fail because there was no alternative. I love that, dude. And that's the truth. There's a really good book called Thinking Real Rich. I'm sure you've either heard it or read it. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, why is that book so successful? What makes that book? And the answer is this uh, successful people have a burning desire. If you don't have a burning desire, it doesn't matter how good your marketing is or how good your your vision board mm -hmm. is. You're not going to be mm -hmm. successful. The reason people win and people lose is because the winners have a desire and the losers don't have a huge desire. Because if you don't have a desire, you're not going to push through the obstacles, which are going to happen to anybody. Absolutely. Hey, what's going on? This is Greg Hellbeck here. And if you're listening to this, odds are you are a real estate investor. And a big question that I always get asked is, Greg, how do you get your deals? So I have the answer to that question. The main way that I get deals, and it's been this way for years, is through direct mail marketing. Now, direct mail marketing is certainly not easy, but if you have direct mail dialed in the right way, it is profitable month after month after month after month. So I'm actually going to give you a free guide, which is my top five direct mail mistakes. So if you want to check out my guide absolutely for free, go to directmailclass.com, put in your name and email, and you will get my guide, which is my top five fatal 
direct mail mistakes. If you just use that guide alone, it will make you a much better direct mail marketer. So if you want to learn how to optimize and become very successful finding deals through direct mail marketing for your real estate investment company, go to directmailclass.com and get my free guide. Right? So this is obviously a real estate show. This is not a Tony Robbins pump up (laughs) walk on fire show. So let's get into your business. So obviously you, you came from India with nothing. You have a successful business now. Number one, um, you know, as the time of this recording, it is, uh, what is it? It's November of 2022 and the real estate market has changed. My yeah. goodness, it has changed. So yeah. what are you guys doing in your business now? Actually, before we get into that, tell everyone a little bit about your business. What does your business look, look like today? And then we'll talk about what's going on in the market. Um, we mostly uh, base um, a lot off of the hotel model, really. Hotel? Like hotel. clothes and... Yeah, we, we buy roughly 75% and that number is honestly getting to 80% now because yeah, with a wholesale buyer. Yeah. But yeah, there's no buyers out there. Um, I agree. So it, it, it is, um, honestly, like it's, it's been pretty tough now because, uh, um, the market's changing every day. So I'm not used to this. Right. So, but, um, basic, mostly hotel model is what we uh, mostly focus on. Um, I do love rentals. I uh, still am not able to figure out the right way to do that. Well, I guess I know how to do them the right way, but um, just the the long term, you know, the the patience with them is it's a lot more than 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 a quick wholesale and a quick hotel. So I, I think um, the the wholesale model uh, for us wasn't the, the the biggest money maker in our business. Uh, Especially because of your market too. You're in what Northwest Indiana? That's yeah, it's Northern Indiana and Northwest Indiana. We're in the South Bend, Notre Dame area. Um, So just um, love the hotel model. You know, after the market changed in the last three to four months, it hasn't been much fun. So we're mostly basically buying anything and everything that we can. Um, Numbers make sense. We'll just hold it for now and sell it later. You know, so we're 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 probably be transitioning and doing something else, still related to, you know, figure out a way to do maybe innovations and other things, but mostly yeah. we do hotel. Hotel. Like, so for people who aren't familiar, you're buying a property, closing on it, and then putting it back on the MLS. Yeah, we just clean it up, make it smell yeah. good. Um, you know, just the buyer's base changed because uh, almost seventy percent of them are sold to conventional buyers. Yes, that is true. Yeah. You know, that is, so you're, yeah. And that makes sense because you're, you can make the most, you can make almost the most amount of money on the property. Cause if you rehabbed it, you know, you get the top dollar for it, but I've found you that, them. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. Listen, I've done a decent amount of them. That's it's a, if you have a good construction system, rehabbing is phenomenal. And you're in an area where the permits aren't a problem. Rehabbing is probably the best business. However, yeah, it's very hard to get good contractors consistently and the building department's Anywhere in America, from coast to coast, from Seattle to Miami, are are tough. Doesn't matter who you're dealing with. Absolutely. So interesting. So you're you're, you're doing wholesale deals now. Let's let's get into the second thing here now. What are you like when you get a lead that comes in in your business? Okay, let's talk mm-hmm. about the, the the front of the funnel, and then we'll talk about the back of the funnel, which is monetizing the lead. Sure. How does your system How does your system look now? Like in terms of what are you doing? For, so let's start with this. What are you doing for marketing to the, like to this day to get the phone to ring? Um, marketing, uh, we're we were doing a little bit of direct mail here and there, but uh, last year it was mostly texting and cold calling. 
but our numbers were just crazy bad. It was it was just getting worse and worse. Calling and texting. Yep. And uh, so this year we focused a lot on direct mail, um, and uh, we we still do texting, but we dropped out cold calling. And uh, so those are the two biggest ones, really. Um, you know, we are we are looking into more ways to do it. Um, so probably, so those are the two biggest ones as of now. Okay. Uh, we don't do anything else other than other texting than and direct mail. Yeah. Okay. So direct mail, I love. Uh, you actually purchased our uh, direct mail system, which yep. is awesome. Yep. And, mm -hmm. you know, the reason I love direct mail, and by the way, if people are interested in purchasing that system, they can send me an email, greg at velocityhousebuyers.com. That's great. That's really helpful. Direct mail. Yeah. Thank you. Shameless plug there. Um, the reason I like mail is because you're, they're technically calling you. Okay. Like that's the thing that people don't understand. It's like, yes, you're going to get angry people calling you for sure. But mm -hmm. the people who actually do call and aren't angry, generally those are decent leads. And it's, uh, it's, it's very easy to scale the direct mail because you have to just spend more money and mm -hmm. tweak your system a little bit. But the phones, you're going to send mail out and calls are going to come in. It's very simple. With texting and calling, we've done it successfully, but there's a lot more moving parts there. You have softwares and this and that and this response, DNC, litigator. It's, it can get all messy. So mm -hmm. you get direct mm -hmm. mail coming in. That's how you're getting the phone to ring. Let's just say you're, 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 you're getting most of your leads from mail. Now, what does your process look like? Are you buying host houses over the phone? Are you going on appointments? Like, what does your sales process look like to get these leads to turn into contracts? It's all traditional, simple. Uh, we go, I go out personally. I do all the acquisitions. So you show uh, up in the in the house. Yep, I okay. show up. Um, I looked at three this morning, so I, I show up and uh, talk with them and negotiate and and uh, figure out a way to. You know, if they're if we are the right fit, then we put them under contract. Uh, we have closed, you know, deals within the time range of four days to wow, that's depending crazy. upon how long, how how soon. That's crazy. yeah, yeah. There was a recent one that was uh, that was uh, four days. That's the fastest I've done. I have not done anything faster than you that. You guys get title back fast in Indiana. That's crazy. I can pull some strings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the Northeast, we're like, you know, a, a quick deal for us is like six weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, that's, I, I don't know how it works, but, uh, you know, we, we, we pull, we put the system together in the way where we can really provide uh, the ease and the convenience to the people that, that really is the biggest for us. Um, you know, we, there's we real go, value in that. Yeah. We go extra mile for that, you know, like, my assistant would go out and drive 30 minutes just to just to make sure that, you know, they they understand everything and they can, you know. So, yeah, that's that's the front end of it. I go out, look at the houses, negotiate them, put them under contract um, and, you know, and go from there. Go from now, there. when you're going to close now, let's say you're not wholesaling and you're going to buy it. What are you doing to fund these transactions? How are you paying for these properties? Man, a great question. Great question. It's it's the biggest nightmare. <laughs> nightmare, uh, really interesting. Um, it's uh, it's been tough because, um, you know, raising the private capital. I mean, I'd say thirty percent of them are funded. Like the money that I personally have raised, you know, half a million, six hundred thousand, I've raised like till the date that the people that are have like you know, I, I use their money on you know on move keep moving their money deals by deal. Yeah. Um and so but 
the 50 to 60 percent is funded by the lender relationships that i have um you know hard money hard money yeah what are, what are they charging in indiana because i'm sure that's a cheaper um we're at nine and a quarter to nine and a half right now that's great on are a 12 using, month are you using kiabi no i don't disclose my guy but okay. uh, i love to um we can talk uh in per you know but if okay. anyone it's it's, yeah. a, it's a fund out of washington that um is doing it with no appraisals oh um, wow they're so they're fine offline. yeah let's, they're they'll find they're fine with drive drive by appraisals and okay yeah things like things like that but but i think uh the interest rates i think the last one was at nine and a half so. that's pretty good the reason i say kiabi is because that's that's what they're charging now you know so a lot of these bigger companies can 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 fund uh you know fund mm -hmm. lower interest rates etc so no, that's interesting. So you're taking these deals down, you're closing them, you're putting them on the market. Now, do you have your license or are you having a, a realtor sell these properties for you? Um, that's, I, I love that question. So, um, of course, that was a big expense. Last year, I calculated, I uh, spent oh. about close $40,000. Um, that was just listing commissions, negotiated ones uh, that I think I was paying uh, 2% to list them and 2.5% 2 to the buyer's agent. But um, recently, um, we have been able to get someone in house now that that is going to be listing um, all of our houses. Yes. Yep. Are you going to pay Everything. them salary and then have them just take the take the? Uh, we just pay them. Um, they do. They they they. they she basically. Um, it's a she that you know. She basically takes care of a few things, and then she gets paid per listing. That's amazing. And that'll yeah. save you if you can cut that 40 into 20, it's going to go right to your pocket. Absolutely. Absolutely. Business. No, I'm a big fan. You know, I, I don't understand why people end up not putting an extra effort into, to get on a, to get more money out of the same deal that they have in the pipeline. It's, it's so, it, it's like, why would you not do that? If I can save another thousand a deal, I, I figured out a way to do it. I want to get stuck on it, but I figured out a way to do it, you know? Well, it's like, you know, especially in this type of market where you have, you know, a lot, a little bit of a frothy mm -hmm. environment, like any way you can save expenses is, is going to be beneficial for everyone. So that's, you got a smart system. You got the mail coming in, you got the wholesale model where you're raising the capital, you're putting it back on the market. Mm -hmm. Now you, um, you know, you're, you're, you said you're buying rentals as well. And I, I don't know your market very well, but I'm assuming it's a pretty decent rental market. Given, really, uh, yeah. given the fact that it's in Indiana, which I believe is the number one landlord friendly state in the country, uh, get evictions done from what I heard. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, Georgia, so, Georgia, Florida, Texas, they're, they're, they're a lot better. A lot. Interesting. So Indiana's getting a little soft. Yeah. Indiana is, uh, you know, it's, it's the laws are getting a little bit in the middle because uh, they, they want to, they want to give everyone enough chance. And, it it's really is county by county. A lot that's of it my, has that's to in do. my area. It's the same way. Yeah. My county, uh, they're not super great to deal with. Whereas I have another county that they're they're I can evict in 30 days of done, get them out, re-rent it again, done, you know. But it, it is it is still pretty good. Still landlord friendly. You're not you're not sitting with them for three months, four months. You said, dude, I in my area, if I want to do an eviction, we're looking at six months to a year. <laughs> no, uh, we honestly buy a lot of houses with bad tenants, and we buy. I mean, uh, our biggest deals are squatter deals, meth houses. Oh, they're great. Now, do you go over there and deal with the squatters, or do you just send the attorney letter to them? 
Uh, both. I've done both. I don't do it anymore because my wife is so... There's some instance happened earlier this year. And after that, I haven't really been out on any any uh, squatter. Yeah, yeah, a little running with a squatter. Yeah, it wasn't fun. I I won't go in much details, but if there were there were six, seven guys in there waiting for me. So oh, yeah, I I don't blame you, dude. I don't blame yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, but that's smart. It was a thirty grand deal, you know. I was like, hey, all worth it. <laughs> was it in the hood? No, it was uh, honestly in a really um, decent neighborhood, and and the neighbors thanked me after I got them out. It wasn't a great neighborhood, but I'd say it's an okay part of the, you know, where, you know, there's a bunch of families living around. Yeah, it wasn't like you're in like, you know. the, the No, you're not in the hood. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. We've made a lot of money in the hood. I'll tell you what, the hood oh, is where the deal is. It's so funny. You know? That's where the money's at. <laughs> the money's in the hood, man. I mean, money's I, in the I, hood. I, I don't go to the hood, right? But we, I'll virtually go to the hood. No yeah. need for me to go there, right? <laughs> I'll go. I mean, I go, um, I go to the hood. I've, I've got no problem. Um, you know, I, I don't carry a gun, but I have someone if, you know, if I'm going in a situation where I, I need to die, I have a friend of mine, they'll just go with me, but you know, it, but either way, it's, it's not, it, it's not that crazy that people might think it is, you know? Now, if you don't, the thing with the hood is if you go there and you don't bother anybody, you know, you're, you're not really going to get, you know what I mean? Like, but if you go there and you start stirring it up, yeah, of course. But that could be any neighborhood. It doesn't need to just be the hood. Yeah. Any, any place where, you know, if, if you're a problem maker, you're going to fl- find problems everywhere, right? You find a hundred percent, dude. Well, well, listen, you got a cool story and I, I, I got to just acknowledge you on the show, man. I, I respect your journey. I mean, I, I, when I first heard you on the other show, I said, wow, this guy literally came here with nothing, was working at a gas station. And now yeah. has a really successful real estate business four years into being, uh, you know, a full-time American. It's, it's unbelievable, man. And I really, I encourage the listeners, listen, I'm talking to you listeners. If you're listening to this now and you haven't found a way to have success in this business, re-listen to this podcast, because if Kapil can do this, you can do this. And I'm not discounting Kapil's abilities. I'm just saying that he came here with nothing and he's built a great business. He's got rental properties. He's flipping houses. He's his own boss. You know, the sky's the limit for him and you have to increase your desire. That's a big takeaway from the show. If you're not where you're at, it's probably because you're not doing the work every day because you probably don't want it bad enough because your desire is not there and you need to get it there. So, man, it's really cool to see what you've built and and what does the future look like for you, man? Where, what do you want to take the business with the next five to 10 years? Um, Mostly um, like to have a, you know, like to get myself out of it and, and, four or five years, you know, so, yeah. and, uh, we're trying to expand, uh, in, in, in the, you know, North, you know, we're, we're, I, I talked to you offline about virtual model, you know, we're, we're still figuring out how we want to expand, but we're, we're trying to add more counties near, near us. And, uh, we're trying to at least have like, um, you know, seven figure operation here. And, um, I mostly transit. I also, um, trying to add 10, 12 rentals every year. Um, so I can, you know, if things don't go the way I want, I, I, you know, I still have something to yeah. go back to, you know, that's, but, um, you got to yeah. keep doing that, man. You got to keep buying the properties, the rentals. That's, that's really Absolutely. where the money is, bro. The, the flipping and wholesaling is great. Wholesaling, but it's a, it, and it's great. I encourage you, but you got the rentals are where the real wealth are built, man. The equity, the cash flow, 
Absolutely. That's where the wealth is built, man. That's real real estate investing. <laughs> exactly. And and it sucks. It, to be totally honest, it's it's a lot of work. It is. You know, it, it's a lot of work. I mean, there's there's five to six hours every week that it's spent just turning on and off utilities. You know, it's yeah. It's uh but you know, um, we're we're looking um to also partner up with anyone uh, who might have the desire and uh, want to partner up. Uh, we have uh, very proven models and systems. So if any one of the listeners want to reach out uh, on Instagram or Facebook, um, they can, and we can. I can have a conversation. Uh, Midwest is where we're looking to get more partners, possibly, and. Uh, and yeah, just, just trying to grow. And, you know, if I can get to 100 doors by by 2025, I'd be pretty happy. You'll get there, bro. I mean, listen, if you get from from not in America to successful business in four years, you can get from where you're at now to 100 doors. That'll do that in your sleep, bro. I'm, I I respect yeah. you. I'm proud of you. I appreciate it. I'm honored it. to call you a friend now. You know, we've connected a few times. Oh, yeah. Time. You're and, great, uh, man. I appreciate it. I need friends like you, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I honestly don't, you know, it's a... Um, but I, I appreciate it. And you're, you, you've given a lot of value. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Well, listen, uh, if people want to get in touch with you, you said Instagram and Facebook, what is your name on the, on the web? Um, yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, Instagram is, I think, uh, Kapil, uh, it's same Kapil Singla, but, uh, K-A-P-I-L and last name S-I-N-G-L-A. Um, I don't know if I need to give them do I need to like my, I think it's Kapil or score singla. There we exact. go. Well, well, my assistant's really good at figuring that out. She'll, she'll, she'll listen Perfect. to this. And she'll put it in there. So listen, we'll put you in there on Instagram, Kapil underscore singla. And dude, hope you have a great day. This was a great show. I'm looking forward to having the listeners hear this and uh, we will talk soon. My friend, thanks for being a guest on our show. Thank you for having me. Are you a real estate investor who wants to get to the next level? Well, my name is Greg Hellback, and over the last five years, I have bought and sold well over 125 houses, and I have learned a ton of stuff, and I've made a lot of mistakes. And hopefully, as they say, a wise man learns from someone else's mistakes. So if you are a real estate investor and you want to learn how to get to the next level, you might be a good fit for my coaching program. So if you're interested in finding out if my coaching program could be a fit for you, head over to bookacallwithgreg.com. On that website, you're going to be able to simply book a call with me absolutely free for 15 minutes. And I'm basically going to see how I can best help you, right? I'm not going to high pressure sell you. It's going to be none of that whatsoever. It's going to be a very helpful call. We're going to have a 15 minute conversation. I'm going to ask you some questions about where you're at and where you want to get to. And if you think it's a fit to potentially work with me as a coaching client, I'd love to offer the opportunity to work with you. And if it's not a fit for some reason, no big deal. That 15-minute call is going to be super, super helpful. I'm going to give you some good pointers so I can help you, you know, get your business to the next level. There's two types of people I work with. The first person is the person who's brand new. They might not have ever done a deal before, and they really want to learn step-by-step how they can get their first deal, right? That's the first person. The second person I work with is someone who might have done some deals. Maybe they have you know a deal every other month coming in, or they just have inconsistent income, and they really want to learn sales and marketing strategies so they can consistently get two, three, four, five deals a month in a formulaic way. So those are the two people I work with. If that sounds like you, I'd love to hop on the phone with you for 15 minutes, see if you're a good fit for our coaching program. Go to bookacallwithgreg.com and sign up for a free consultation today.
Thank you for listening to an episode of the Real Estate Investing Fast Track. I hope you got a lot of value from this specific episode. And there are a few takeaways that you're able to gather from this to implement in your business so you can be a more successful real estate investor. So if you did get value from the show, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes, it would really mean a lot to me. That's how we keep growing the show and getting great guests is because people see the reviews. They see that we have a high quality show and they want to contribute as a guest. So that would be great. Also, if you got value, if you could share the show on social media, that would be great because that is how people see this besides the reviews. So once again, if you did get value, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes and share the show on social media, it would really mean a lot to me and I'll see you on the next episode.